Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Live Without Limits, and today's show is titled Securing the Lifeblood of Your Business, and we're coming to you from the Blog Talk Radio Networks. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, said John C. Maxwell. You could have endless debates about practical and topic related to the business world. You might argue over the best type of business, a traditional brick-and-mortar business or an online information publishing business or something in between. You can debate the most important skill set required to run a business. Many who declare it's marketing expertise. Others will insist it's the ability to create quality products. Still others will state its relationship building prowess. But one thing in business is not debatable. It's the most critical aspect of any business. It's the single most important thing you need to obtain and maintain in order to keep your doors open. In fact, It's the very lifeblood of your organization. Customers. Making sure your customers are beyond satisfied with your products, services, and ongoing correspondence should be your number one priority. But sometimes the system breaks down and you end up disappointing your customers. Yes. Mistakes happen. Sometimes your employees screw up. Sometimes you do. Sometimes the mistake is small. Sometimes it's major. Sometimes your customer is having a bad day. Sometimes your customer is understanding. And every once in a while, along comes your worst nightmare. That one in a million customer who is just not happy unless he's miserable. It doesn't matter which scenario you're dealing with. You have a lot at stake, not just your time and money, but your reputation as well. The good news is that you can turn an unhappy customer into a happy customer, one who stays with you and becomes your biggest fan. Customers are the lifeblood of any business, and the best way to reach your customers is to make sure that they have customer satisfaction. That's why you will find today that almost any company, whether it's medical transportation, whether it's an insurance company, no matter what, they will often call you back to do surveys to find out 
what kind of service you're getting and is it meeting your needs. This is the best way for people to understand why and how that if you want to turn a prospect into a customer or you want to keep your customer, the best way to do this is to know how to give the best customer service available and also how to over-deliver on anything that you say you are going to do that someone is purchasing. Ten surefire ways to ensure customer exuberance. Cool off. Never deal with a customer problem immediately after reading or listening to nasty correspondence. Take a moment to, to cool down. This way, once you start to investigate the situation, you can do from a professional and objective perspective rather than reacting emotionally or being defensive. It, I know it's extremely hard to simmer down after you or some aspect of your company have been attacked. We take pride in what we do when someone questions one of our products, one of our employees, or our integrity is personal. However, you must be able to acknowledge the underlying complaint or problem. Separate yourself from the situation and respond in a professional manner. That way, you will come out of the situation knowing your actions were above reproach. Remember, the best way to lose a customer is to react immediately after you hear something that creates a emotional response that may not be what you want them to hear. That's why cooling down is something that you should always think about. Listen, let your customer tell you his or her issues without interruption. When you try to correct or interrupt your customer, you will make matters worse. Listening is the best skill you can have. And yet, we don't always think about listening. In fact, I did a whole course on how to listen and to let your customer know that you're listening. For one thing, when you are talking to someone or you, and you are responding to them, you want to, them to know that you heard their complaint. And the best way to do that is to rephrase to them when you're talking to them what they said. That way, they know you heard and you understand where they're coming from. Apologize. If you are the person that the customer is speaking to, always apologize and take responsibility. Let him know you intend to get to the bottom of the situation once you have all the facts. 
If you cannot resolve the situation during the initial communication, let the customer know you will get back with him within 24 hours. Make sure you follow through on the conversation. That is something that we don't always think about. In fact, I can tell you right now that when you're dealing with older people, their patience wears out because their health is failing and they don't always have the stamina to follow through. And yet, they're the ones that are the most discriminated against because especially the government, when they deal with older people, they know that get away with abusing the customer because the customer usually has no recourse for anything because their health doesn't allow them. The only way that they have recourse is usually if one of their children takes over the responsibility and goes after the agencies because you can be given the runaround. For instance, if you move from one state to another and you currently get Social Security or SSI and you live in a state that's very liberal and pays you more money and goes out of their way to make sure that you're comfortable and then you move to another state where they literally don't want to be responsible, then what happens is they look for ways to get around giving you what you're due. Assess the situation. There is an old saying that goes like this. When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. As corny as it is, it's correct. Don't make assumptions. Always get all the facts before trying to resolve a problem. If your employees are involved, talk to them. Ask them to give you their side of the story. If it's a joint venture partner that's involved, even if she resides in a different time zone, wake her up and have an email ready for her in the morning. Your customer may and usually does have a legitimate issue that may be a simple misunderstanding. When you know the facts that refrain from jumping to conclusions, you will usually be able to find a quick and mutually beneficial resolution. The idea is to always be aware of what's going on. If you're the entrepreneur and the business owner, every customer you have should be important to you, and, and you should always make sure that you know all the facts. That's why companies will use surveys. That's also why they monitor calls whenever they have employees that deal with, with customers to make sure that everything that goes on and is communicated is understood by all. 
Communicate by phone. How many times have you received an email and thought, boy, was that rude? When I speak to that person, I will give him a piece of my mind, only to speak to the person and find him to be polite and respectful. It is so hard to detect tone of voice in the email. A phone call is much better, especially when you're dealing with an upset or dissatisfied customer. But conveying tone of voice is just one reason to correspond by phone. The other is that a phone call is immediate and it takes more effort than dashing out an email. Picking up the phone shows respect and a sense of urgency. You make it clear that you care about customers' experience and want to solve the issue as soon as possible. The customer does not answer, leave him or her a message, and then follow up with an email. This is something that we don't always think about because in today's environment, everything is digital and it just seems so much easier for someone to write an email than to pick up the phone and show the customer that they care. So it's an overlapping thing that if that when you think about it, all the different aspects that we're talking about are so interrelated to each other because when you want to keep a customer, the best way to deal with them, if you can't do it face-to-face, is over the phone. You at least show that you're making an effort and that you care about the customer and the service that they are getting. We don't always want to do what is best, but when you're in business, you never do anything to alienate your customer because you want to keep them as a long-term customer. Never dispute a refund. All of your products should come with a money-back guarantee. The customer wants to return a product for a refund, either within or outside the refund period, give it to Give him his money back. This shows that you are more interested in the customer satisfaction than his money. It's a good way to keep yourself in the person's goodwill. By the way, don't worry about people taking advantage of this. While some customers will ask for a refund at any time, most customers will honor your, your refund time frame. In business today, especially when things are done online, make sure that you understand that you have to display a refund policy. In fact, when I was creating a sales funnel page, the one thing I did was I have a script generator that all I have to do is input certain information and it automatically gives me a response 
to say to someone in a given situation, especially since I'm not a good copywriter. And therefore, realize there's software out there that allows you to do this and keep it in a way that you are dealing and helping with customers. Just remember something. Today, especially when you're dealing with the millennials or Generation Z, the millennials are the ones who grew up in the computer age. Generation Z are the ones who grew up in the digital age. That is, they were born and raised during those eras. And the digital age is everything can be done and downloaded and get products out. And the biggest thing that we need to be aware of, especially when you do drop shipping, that you promote someone's product and get commit and and get paid and then have to pay them a the difference that they charge so that your income comes from the retail and the wholesale price, but the fact of the matter is you don't have to carry the inventory. Someone else has the warehouse and you're just selling their products, but you have no control over whether or not that that product when it's shipped doesn't have any defects in it. And therefore, you have to make sure that if you want to keep your customers long-term, if you want to be able to upsell them for any product, make sure that you understand that if they're dissatisfied, it's best to give a refund. Send a surprise follow-up gift. We all love getting surprise gifts in the mail. Well, so do our customers. There are wonderful online services from which you can order little gifts for under $10. If you just say a $500, $1,000, or $5,000 sale, isn't spending $10 on a gift worth it? While it doesn't need to be expensive, Make sure the gift is personal and thoughtful. Do not send your customer a digital ebook via email or anything else that shows little effort. Always remember, especially around the holidays, people enjoy getting gifts. The one thing that I have always heard is whenever you have a customer, write down all their information, their birthdays, their anniversaries, something out of the ordinary that they got at a specific time. Why? Because when you send them a gift, a nominal gift, or a card, what does that do? That makes them feel as though you really care about them as a customer. And when you do so, what does this do? This encourages them to want to stay with you as a customer long term. Never ignore a complaint. So many entrepreneurs make the mistake of ignoring customer comments and complaints, especially if the complaint 
comes only from one or two people. They brush it off as an anomaly. And the reality, for every other comment you hear, there are 33 problems of people who feel the exact same way or have the same problem, which just chooses not to tell. And you can be sure that if they choose not to tell you, they will not buy from you again. Not only that, with today's marketplace, people have websites or they have blogs, and they write on them. I've seen things written in articles that were blogs about entertainers that were basically false, but you would be surprised how many people believe it simply because they see it on the Internet. So remember, if you want to keep a customer happy and coming back, you need to listen to complaints, and you need to deal with them and help them understand why you are asking them to remain a customer. It's all about giving good customer service. Good customer service means that you're willing to hear the pros or the cons just as well as the pros. And in listening to the cons, what you're doing is you're listening to the complaints and you're addressing the, those issues. Because if you ignore those issues, guess what? That customer has a network of 250 people. That network of 250 people each has a network of 250 people. And what does that do? That multiplies that along the way, when you get a bad reputation, it follows you throughout the rest of your business life. Meet with your team. I am not big on meeting for the sake of meetings. However, you should hold a team meeting every week. This way, you will hear about any and every potentially damaging situation. This is where members of your team should bring up issues that need to be addressed right away. For one thing, here's something to think about. In my case, because I don't have transportation of my own and I have a disability or that limits the mobility, I often use medical transport when I go to doctors or when I go to the gym because I need physical therapy. And just before the holidays, you had people taking off from vacation and overbooking that people were trying to fit in everything they could before the end of the year. And guess what? I'm supposed to be picked up between 7 and 7.30, and here it comes 8 o'clock. No one's arrived. That's the second time that happened. The first time I went along with it, and I let them pick me up and take me on to for my physical therapy. The second time I said, no, this is not, 
I don't agree with this. You need to know it's going to be a loss of money for you. Always remember, the customer comes first. Survey your customers, communicating with your customers and asking them for their thoughts shows that you really care about them. Ask them to tell you not only what they like about your organization, but also what they don't like. Chances are that you already know what you're doing right, but you may not be aware of some of the things that are bothering your customers. Do not blow off the complaints or negative comments just because you disagree or do not want to face reality. Every complaint is an opportunity for you to improve your business. For me, the easiest way to deal with a customer is to put myself in their shoes, not just for the problem they may be having, but how I would feel if someone did not take me seriously or keep interrupting me. When you treat your customers the way you would like to be treated, your business will flourish. And here's the real kicker. When your business flourishes, the rest of your life does it well. You're stuck trying to lead two separate mediocre lives and start leading one mega-fulfilling life. That is why I am hosting my webinar in the next few weeks because I want to help people understand what it takes to have the best possible business. Remember, we just went through 10 different aspects of what makes a business succeed. And always remember, the biggest things you need to do is listen, apologize, assess the situation, communicate by phone, and never dispute a refund. Now, let me tell you a story of some things that I've had to deal with. And luckily for me, because I use credit cards, I can always go back and dispute it through the credit card company of payments made when I was not aware of what was going on. Because remember, too many times, companies will give you a trial membership, but then if you don't make sure that you go back in and you correct things or you take it off of the membership or say if you use PayPal, go in and instead of let it be active, go in and cancel it. Why? Because that's the best way to deal with what's going on. And I'm going to talk about a situation. For a while, for a couple of years, I sat on Wealthy Affiliate and docked my website there. And yes, they offered training. But their training was all about marketing online where you put ads on Google AdSets, on Yahoo, on, on a lot of the pay-per-click that what they were doing was teaching you how to promote your business by paying out money. And yet, 
And what they did was they basically created their own company, but they were using the WordPress platform to create their products. And, uh, and a lot of their teaching and what they encouraged you to do, that what they did was they had a system in place where if you were stayed, the longer you stayed on their, their website, the longer you interacted with other people on the website, and the more you went in and and read people's articles and, and get, made comments to them, the, the higher you were ranked on their scale. And really and truly, it, the people got in their head how important that was to their business. And eventually, I decided for 90 cents more, I moved my website to Builderall because I found that for, the, for 90 cents more, I had far more access to products and services that helped improve my business marketing without having to pay per click. And I would like to remind you that you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personal careercoach.com, and we can sit down with you and help you put together a plan on building a successful business.